Welcome to the Complex Problems, Simple Solutions, Discussions on Homelessness podcast. We explore resources, experiences, and the goals of advocates and outreach volunteers who offer services and support to our unhoused neighbors throughout Washington State. Our hope is to provide a more compassionate understanding of their experiences and the obstacles they face as they pursue their goals. Hello, I am the host of Complex Problems, Simple Solutions, Anton Preisinger. I formed the nonprofit organization Northwest Hospitality in 2016 to pursue my outreach goals and better support vulnerable neighbors where I lived and worked. We are always doing our best to respond to people's unique requests and find ways to enhance the programs of other groups and organizations in the field by filling in the gaps and maximizing teamwork. When communities are encouraged, complex problems can be conquered by simple solutions. We look forward to having you participate in our discussions, and thank you for listening. Hi, this is Anton Pricinger. I'm the founding executive director of Northwest Hospitality. Thank you for joining us, and uh, I wanted to introduce our nonprofit to you today and share with you how we got started, how I got started, and what we've been doing in the years since. Around 2016, I was working at Benarea Research Institute in downtown Seattle, and I had a lot of opportunities to go explore the city and try new places for lunch. And while I was going out to lunch with my co-workers and, and seeing the city of Seattle, I noticed a disturbing trend with a lot of people eating trash, eating lunch out of trash cans. And uh, at a certain time, I'd kind of seen enough and wanted to get to know these people and take them out to lunch, enjoy that time with them, give them something better to, and healthier to eat. So I started doing that and getting to know some people. There was one gentleman in particular uh, whose name started with a J, and he would come to expect to see me every week, and we would we, we got to know each other eventually. Before I stopped doing this, he had found himself finally in a subsidized apartment, and I, I, I wasn't a part of that journey for him, but I got to be along with him as he was going through those stages all the frustrations he went through, getting through the programs, getting through the processes that he had to go through. And then finally, as he was excited to move into a place and still needing a lot of help, but um, it was a interesting experience for me to watch that process with him. So that was um, one of the things that got me thinking about other ways that I could help and other ways that I could be involved in in improving other people's lives. Around the same time, I was involved with the uh, Seattle Union Gospel Mission. At the time, I'm not sure if they are still running this program, but they used to have a program called the uh, Morning Watch Van. And I would go out with a partner at around 4, 4.30 in the morning in the van. Um, and our goal was to wake people up with a friendly face and a hot coffee or hot chocolate and an offer of a trip up to Union Gospel Mission for breakfast. And we wanted to meet with folks and get them woken up and out of wherever they were staying before the businesses uh, started calling the cops on them. And, and uh, that was, that's a much less pleasant way to wake up getting aroused by the police department than it is by somebody with a hot cup of coffee and a and the offer for a ride to breakfast. So I did that for several months and met some more like-minded people and met lots of people around Seattle who had fascinating stories 
and who had many experiences with trauma and lots of histories with the legal system and histories with drug addiction and histories with evictions and all the things that can lead to a life being unhoused and also hearing about their experiences trying to work through the system and and find new ways to build themselves back up. Hearing about the goals that they would set for themselves, which are not always kind of the goals that you or I might expect someone living in the streets to set. Some people have a mindset where they want to shoot for the stars and some people go real step by step. So somebody's goal might be to get into a house and get a job and then they don't have any of of the smaller steps um, outlined. But somebody else's goal might just be to get a new pair of pants. And if they can get there, then they'll they'll go on to the next from there. Um, So through all these experiences while I was living in Seattle, I wanted to pursue a couple of program ideas that I thought would help me and others connect in a better way with people who are living unhoused. So those two programs at the time were hospitality cards and hospitality kits. And early on, the hospitality cards were subway cards that we would ask people to hold on to. So we connected them to our online account before distributing them. And then I would tell them as they received the card to keep the card. When we have uh, funds and resources, we'll put more money on the card for you uh, every Monday so that they can get a sandwich and a drink at a subway near them on their time without having to you know, go all the way across town to find a food bank or, or a hot meal. And then the hospitality kits are hygiene kits uh, that have basic necessities. And then also, importantly, a, a sheet that has a locally curated resource list on it. Um, and so those two programs are what kind of uh, kindled Northwest Hospitality. Early on, I wanted to um, work under the umbrella of another nonprofit so that I could just uh, focus on the programs and not have to worry about all the all the fine details of running a nonprofit um, because the programs were pretty simple and I just wanted to focus on that. After a couple of years trying to partner with other nonprofits, uh, it became clear that we'd have to start our own nonprofit in order to make things work the way that we needed to. So we, we began that process in early 2016, and by October 2016, uh, we had our uh, 501c3 letter for, from, from the state. From there, the programs remained, uh, the hygiene kits and the hospitality cards didn't change too much for a little while, and then we quickly started to f- trying to find new ways to add programs that matched the needs we were hearing in the field with the people that we, we were meeting. So haircuts and an expanded hospitality card system where we were able to help people with more than just a sandwich. So tents and sleeping bags and blankets, gas for their car, other repairs and vehicle needs. So everything that we've developed from there all started with the hygiene kits and hospitality cards. Pretty early on, we started doing the environmental hospitality because one of the 
primary needs that people had was uh, to get their area cleaned up so that they didn't have so many hateful neighbors reaching out in dangerous and unpleasant ways. So we started doing uh, litter cleanups uh, with the participation and cooperation of the people of the residents living unhoused. So we refused to work anywhere a sweep was planned or possible, but we, we would our main goal was to work with the people living in the tents, give them the tools needed to maintain their areas, but also help them uh, get caught up and clean up their areas. And this was a very appreciated program because as housed na- many housed neighbors feel that living in a trash heap is a person's goal and desire when ultimately if you put even a little bit of thought into it, you realize they just have no other choice. They have no options. They, they don't have the trash service that you and I take for granted. They don't have a way to bring debris to the dump. They don't have a car. They don't have the funds to pay for the dump. So giving them just a little bit of help makes it possible and they appreciate the opportunity to keep their area clean. So that one was an early, early opportunity for us. We did some cleanups in Seattle. Seattle made it challenging to work with in the city there because of some rules they had around what they had at the time was a navigation team. So facing homelessness, another organization over in that area had a similar program and they were running it differently than ours. So we kind of stepped back and and just supported what they were doing while we expanded our litter cleanups in Kitsap County, where they didn't have the obnoxious rules about how we could engage with the homeless encampments. So to date, I think we've picked up over 170,000 pounds of trash in probably right around 60 events that kicked off in in early 2019. And we're looking to do more of those events. We haven't done as many in 2023 because uh, our uh, mobile closet has become far more active and our volunteers have been engaged and occupied doing the mobile closet events and tabling. So we're, we're always looking to expand to get more environmental hospitality done and more with our mobile supply closet, which brings clothes to clothes and supplies like tents and sleeping bags and blankets and gloves to encampments so that people can, again, have that dignity of choosing what they want, uh, when, where, and how. And so we're working on that. And currently we have a mobile closet that we bring around to encampments. It's a 12-foot trailer full of uh, donations of all sorts, and we're grateful to our donors. That's just a short summary of what got us started. Uh, We have several more programs active now that have sparked out of those first few programs and and how we've listened to the people that we've connected with and what they need. We'll be covering more of our programs through other episodes of the podcast. And so we hope that you are able to continue listening to the podcast, share it with your friends and family. We would like to bring the updates about our programs, what we are working on in our communities to you through this podcast so that we can better understand our neighbors and find new ways to connect and create opportunities to lift lift people up in our neighborhoods and our communities. So if you would please uh, subscribe to this podcast, follow us on Facebook, find us on our website at 
www.nwhospitality.org and sign up for our newsletter to get all the updates. We'd love to stay in touch. You can shoot us an email at info at nwhospitality.org. Thank you for listening to Complex Problems, Simple Solutions. We'll talk to you next time. That's it for this episode of Complex Problems, Simple Solutions. Please subscribe and follow us. Find us on our website at www.nwhospitality.org. Sign up for our newsletter to get all the updates. We'd love to stay in touch. You can shoot us an email at info at nwhospitality.org. Thank you for listening and see you next time.